You're listening to Black Humboldt's new podcast, Black Aesthetic. And we're celebrating our love for Black arts and culture within Humboldt County. What up? This Queen D rocking this body from East Coast to Humboldt. Woo! Hey, this is Dwar, healing souls on the streets. K.M. Ross, popping shots, killing things, and making stuff. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Mo. Mom artist extraordinaire. Baby, baby. It was rough being dark. I got heat from my own people more than anyone else. I remember going to my mom and saying, why am I so black? And she said, because I'm black. You got to always work harder than the average bear. Bernie Mac. This week, we're featuring Josh Barnes and how he exists in Humboldt County. I can ramble on about uh, how hard the comic coming up works and how much he means to the scene and how much he goes out and tries to represent and how much he does for Kevin Henry. But I'll just do just a real quick story before I bring him up and we can have a whole bunch of fun. But I went out on the road to uh, with Sacramento with Josh Barnes for a comedy uh, competition and uh, we stayed at Travis Air Force Base the night before and then the next day on the way to the venue we accidentally spun out into a ditch. Totally spun out into a ditch. This is no good. Uh, what did Josh Barnes do? He got a friend to come grab us, and he left his car there. We went to the comedy club, and he took first place in the competition, y'all. That's how hard this guy's working. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the gem of Humboldt County, Mr. Josh Barnes! I got a lot of shit to tell you guys in a little bit of time, so here we go. I'm not usually sure where to start at, and I usually find a good starting point uh, is a church joke, right? Let's me see where I should go with my, with my set, so uh, we're gonna start with that one. Just a little background. My friend, uh, he owns a church, thought it would be a good idea for me to tell jokes at his church. And I said, I don't think that's a good fucking idea. I think. I think you've got the wrong guy. And he said, you're trying to tell me you can't come up with at least one church joke. So this was the first one. You guys ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. I said, uh, hey man, hey, uh, if we're all God's children, um, then does that mean that God's pullout game is weak as fuck? <laughs> he goes, because you can't tell that joke at church, Josh. Uh, that's, that's sacrilegious. I said, no, that's nut sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah, boom, all right. We have local comedian Josh Barnes from Eureka, California. Welcome, Josh. Oh, hi, hello, how are you? See, I'm doing all right, doing all right, enjoying this Friday. Um, Shoot, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and just tell them about tell them a little bit about what you do as an artist? Um, uh, well, I uh, I I do mostly just like comedy up here. Uh, I do comedy uh, between Arcadia and uh, also um, 
but I mean, I also travel a lot too, but it's just kind of, I'm a stand-up comic. And that's my biggest goal is to be a bigger stand-up comic. So. <laughs> so you've done a few show. you do shows locally and I get wherever you can. Oh yeah. I, so we do shows regularly. Um, I actually, before everything shut down, I was, a. I ran uh, two uh, regular open mics, uh, which were on Sunday night at Northtown Coffee uh, in Arcata. And then I also ran one on Tuesdays at uh, Big Fish Vape Lounge in Arcata. And then uh, that's far as this, like the mics went. Uh, but we also did, I also did a lot of like just local shows and uh, running shows in uh, different areas. We did shows. The last big thing we did was at the basement. Uh, we were doing shows locally out the basement and then also uh, in Arcata. And then uh, also, uh, where else? We would do Siren Song occasionally. Not not so much, obviously. Um, but me and I have a friend and uh, him and I have started venturing out and doing our own stuff too. Um, but we also did a lot of shows and I did a lot of shows and run a lot of shows through Savage Henry. And uh, my own personal show called Just Joshin', which is like a talk show uh, that we were trying to gear up and get uh, a lot better. But then again, everything, you know, shut down. So, but yeah, we, I do. I, run a, I do a fair amount of uh, trying, trying to run a fair amount of comedy shows up here. <laughs> Man, it sounds like uh, well, sounds sounds like at least before COVID there, you had a you had quite a few projects going on all around town and stuff. Yeah, I did. I, I did. Yeah, it was, it was quite, it was crazy. It was quite busy. It was quite busy. And then, like I said, but then everything just came to a screeching halt. So, yeah, man, it's pretty bad. Like I could, I know I could have been worse. Like I could have been worse. Like I mean, like I, it doesn't help. I there's a lot of like subtle racism stuff that happens up here. There's times, like, I don't know, there's not that many black people up here, and there's times where, like, I go to the gym, and as soon as they see me, they're like, we got LeBron! <laughs> and then I'm like, that's not, I'm not LeBron, guys. <laughs> LeBron is six foot eight. 250 pounds. I'm six foot tall. 250 pounds, so I'm kind like LeBron when you think about it, like, but. <laughs> it doesn't help too, like, I also do stuff to live up to like the races, like, you know, the stuff like, like I'll go to the bathroom, I'll use the small urinal and wait for people to walk in and be like, just got tired of my dick getting wet. Like I say wild shit, I say wild shit, okay? <laughs> Say some, I'm a wild boy. I do some shit. Um. <laughs> I want to flash back though to when you started, when you first started with comedy. Okay. Uh, how did you know? How did you get into comedy? Was it was it a family thing, or you know what gravitated you towards that form of artistry? Um, what happened was I used to actually, I used to actually make music. Um, like I would, <clears throat> I would used to like rap quite regularly. And then like, uh, I had a lot of friends who would tell me I was funny and they were like, you know, you should actually do comedy. Like this rap stuff's cool and everything, but you should try and do comedy. And I ignored them for quite a bit. 
Um, and then one day I kind of backed myself into a corner and made a deal with some friends that if, a, you know, like certain situations happened then I will step up and I will do comedy. And then I fell into a situation <laughs> where I had to step up and do comedy and then uh, immediately fell in love, you know, and um, it was right before I actually moved up here to Humboldt. Um, I, I had just started doing comedy about uh, about for about six months or so. Uh, and then I came up here and started doing it, you know, like again, like quite boring once I got more established. So, but yeah, it was, it was probably about four or five years ago. I just kind of, you know, got pressured into finally doing it and just realizing it was something that I should have done a long time ago. <laughs> you lost a bet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it all came. It was like, literally, I, it's been about. I want to say a good like two or three years of consistent like friends just consistently bugging me like to be like you should try it like at least give it a try and I was like dude I don't like comedy like that like you know like I like watching it but I don't think I'm a joke teller kind of guy yeah and, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. yeah I was like okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not that dude like you know and they were like no you should do it you should do it and finally uh, we were just like I lost like a bet and then there was, you know, also there's a bunch of signs. Like there's literally a sign up for an open mic. I was like, if I, okay, fine. If I see a sign and there's literally like a sign, I was like, geez, okay. Yeah, it's happened. I have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, but I did it. I, I was actually, uh, I was living in Riverside at the time and I went and I uh, went to a little class in Orange County because, you know, I'm one of those people where if I want to try to do something, I want to try to like learn a little bit about it. And uh, so I went and took a class and like about halfway through the class, I just realized this wasn't, you know, this wasn't meant for me. And this wasn't, you know, he's trying to teach me to do something else. And I can't really, you know, do jokes like that. And he just kind of put me to the side and said, just kind of do whatever you want to do. And, you know, you seem to have a natural funny. And I just kind of leaned in and it's been growing ever since, man. It's, I mean, like looking back, I mean, compared to now, I think I'm obviously way funnier, but I mean. <laughs> I hope you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it was just one of those things where I just kind of stumbled into it and like I kind of got pressured into it and finally did it and just realized it was I had been missing something my whole life. I mean, it sounds like you you took a leap of faith and learned to fly. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It was more like it was you know it turned into a leap after I kind of got nudged off the edge. So, oh, okay, here you, go. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, cause I was like, you know, it was there. There was a lot of times where I was like, I could do this. And I was like, I, I can't. But then it was them finding, like my friends finally like pushing me into this corner and being like, you have to do this. Like, you know, so, but yeah. All right. So, so you put, so you got pushed off. You started, you started flapping your wings and you're like, oh shit, this actually works. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I can fly a little bit. And I was like, cool. Yeah. And like, you know, you can, and then, you know, people, you know, along the way, you, you know, you meet people. And I was, I was so new, you know, to the, you know, we ran into a, a weird situation at the class that I was taking, where instead of us doing an open mic, I was, you know, we were all forced to do 10 minutes of comedy. You know, not trying stuff, but you have to come up and do 10 minutes of comedy. So the pressure was on for my first set. You know, and ever since then, like, you know, it's been like, there's, there's been no turning back, you know, like, you know, there's, you know, I want to be at that pressure. I want to be, you know, having to do that. And like, I want to try to like push myself. And, you know, I, I mean, like I, I even recorded a comedy album up here. So like, 
and put it out. Like, you know, I just want to keep pushing and like keep pushing myself and get like, you know, like I, I want to be funnier. I want to be like better. I want to be, you know, and it all started just from that little, that little flap of wings. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I haven't personally seen you perform. So if you want to share kind of what kind of like, what kind of topics do you cover? Oh man. Um, Let's see, like, I don't know, lately my newer stuff with everything that's been going on, I mean, you know, it's more, more race based, you know, and like, kind of like, you know, things like that and trying to shed light and bring like the attention to like how absurd like not like i don't know how to say this but like how how absurd sometimes white people can be <laughs> you know oh, oh like, i understand <laughs> yeah you know like there's like there's even you know and there's jokes where i even go you know kind of like go out and be like this is kind of crazy like you know just drop a little a little something in the joke to be like you realize like white people is like kind of wilding out over this right here like not everybody but like you know like there's a chunk that's wilding out over some dumb shit. Like, you know, and so like I try, I, I've been doing that more lately um, and kind of mixed in with like more of the family stuff that I, I kind of, I have like not necessarily family friendly stuff, but I do have family stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, my son uh, legit uh, was a good three parts of my, of my first special. Uh and like it's just you know just kind of interpreting life and like just seeing what's going on and like just kind of you know really honestly i haven't really said this out loud but just kind of like embracing my nerd you know like where my brain goes and embracing it and just kind of just saying like you know i feel like that's funny let me try it on the stage and so like you know that's that's pretty much where it's all going like it's 98 percent truth a little bit of absurdity but like it's just whatever I can see, whatever's happening around me. So, I mean, you hit on like that, you know, you include a lot of, a lot of things about racism and like just the current political climate. And as you say, the, the absurdity of white people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes it's just like, man, like it's crazy. Like, God, it's so absurd, you know? So do you consider, you consider like a, a part of your of your art like activism i would say so i mean like i i mean i don't i'm not i would say yes but i'm not at the level in which i feel like i should or that i see other people are in my little window yes in my window of like my little small little platform, my five minutes, my 10 minutes, my 20 minutes, whatever I get on stage, you know, like I feel like I do have like a point to say something, you know, and I can say something to kind of bring attention to it, you know, and like, so in that sense, yes, I would say so. Because there's not really a lot, I mean, like up here, I mean, as, as we know, like there's not really a lot of us and there's not really a lot of us doing comedy you know so a lot of people like i feel like there's a lot of there is a lot of pressure for me to be like hey like this is you know just in case you guys think shit is cool it's not you know like we can laugh and joke but shit's not great you know we out here dying we don't like this shit you know it's tough and you know you out here cracking jokes and everybody having a good time 
but also like there's so much you know like yeah like you can laugh but like do you realize this is crazy you know and like so i guess at that point you you could say it yeah so just to to follow up as well like what's your what's been your experience as far as like getting like commissions or getting getting paid for performances and stuff do you do you think black artists in humble county are hired or paid enough if at all uh, i don't so where i stand is kind of hard because of what they try to what people try to say the industry should look like you know you should be working to get to a point so like payment isn't necessarily a thing that's expected uh for like where we are as far as the 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 skill level i should say however i have made it a point to now when i go to places like when i would when i was doing stuff at the basement you know when i was going out to go do stuff at northtown coffee when i'm going out to go and do at uh big fish to make sure that i'm getting paid for my work so like I don't feel like I, it's hard for me to tell because I'm the only person in my, in my, I'm the only black person in my comedy community. Does that make sense? Yes. What I'm saying. So it's hard because none of them really get paid at all. And I've made it a point to be like, we need to get paid and I'm going to make sure that I get paid and you guys get paid too. So I don't, I guess, I don't know. That's where I think it might be. It's hard for me as far as, I don't know. I'm not in like, I'm not in the music industry to have somebody to compare to. Like there's other rappers up here that I can be like, Hey, do you guys get paid? I can't compare it to another comic uh, up here because there's not another black comic that does comedy regularly. And, and, you know, like, or even that shows up more than like once or twice. So I I made the point to make sure that I get paid, if that makes sense. I, you know, there's somebody who's working to make sure like we get paid in that sense, you know, and we're not no longer just getting treated for, you know, just trying to work. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess this is more for like when you were starting off, but were you, how was it how hard was it to find like opportunities and spaces to even to even participate in Humble County? When I okay, so yeah, when I first got so I, I know I said I did comedy for six months before, right. uh, but when I actually got up here, there was a long break because I had no way, I had no contacts with anybody to try to figure out where to do comedy. So uh, in turn, I did six months like of comedy up front before I moved up here. And then I spent about four months trying to find anywhere to do comedy. So I didn't have any outlooks. I didn't have any, like anybody to reach out to. Um, like every now and then I would stumble onto a comedy show that somebody else was doing. Then I try to talk to that person to see if they could tell me where the open mic was. So like nobody, like I knew, I really had no, I had no, no way in. It was hard. It was difficult. It was very difficult. And also the scene wasn't as big as it is which is still small, but it wasn't as big as it, or it had as much going on as it does now. So it was even harder. Like you had to talk to the right people, be in the right place, try to, you know, stumble onto a conversation. It was very difficult. Yep. 
Yeah, I can totally understand that, especially like the the comedy community up here does seem really pretty small, handful of, it, of people as far as I know. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, I can pretty, I, if I needed to, I could like literally name like all like 12 to 15 of us that do comedy. And that's even, that's the number that's gotten, it's actually gotten bigger over time. Um, you know, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, like, it's just, just not even, I mean, like, just talking about that reminded me of like, just trying to find somewhere to even get my hair cut. You know, like, <laughs> here's the black dude. <laughs> like, like, just trying to find anybody with a decent shape up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just be like, yo, hook me up. Wait, yeah. like, this, like, there was like, for, for like, just black people in general, there's just really not a lot. And I remember the first, my, I don't know, this is weird. My first, like, realizing there was more than, like, a few black people up here was when I did a show for Lunell. Oh, okay. I remember when that happened. Were you up there for that? No, I didn't go. I just remember the flyers at that time. I So that was a, I performed and I opened for Lunell. And I remember uh, I talked to uh, Tiva. I don't know if you know who Tiva is, uh, but I, yeah. I spoke to her. And she was uh, she was helping with Lunell and stuff, and she was like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I was like, "I I live here." And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Man, where did all these black people come from?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like you know, like, and I remember like just even being at that point, just being like, "Man, this is crazy." Like you know, like like they like there are like we are up here, like you know what I'm saying, like, and so like just having like just even like the 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 safety like to feel like oh there's at least somebody else out here i can go talk to like you know like that kind of thing like was just hard in the first place yeah i mean you say you're from like riverside yeah i came before up here yeah i came up here from riverside and what was that like coming from way more diversity in riverside been up here oh man my, it was i i would say it was a culture shock if i hadn't if i hadn't uh like spent two years in japan before that shoot well talked about how you got into it now we got covid going on so how are what kind of stuff are you doing now that you know, a lot of the shows and events and stuff are are canceled. <laughs> um, we actually just crazy at the yeah, the Savage Henry Comedy Club. They were doing shows outside on the back ramp, uh, and so like uh, they have a parking lot. And what we would do is uh, they would use their parking lot, and we would do a few shows. And so um, I did. I ended up. I did, I've done maybe like three or four actual shows and a few open mics so that's been okay um but i did uh recently do some zoom mics which was very interesting um and kind of like awkward but also like something you have to do if you want to do comedy right now (laughs) so um so as far as shows and doing stuff like that that's as far as shows go but um we've been working on like having more content working on trying to get um, more content out for um, a page that I have that I'm working on called MSU Mega Super Ultra with another friend of mine and just trying to get stuff out for that and also um, 
like I have dipped back into working on some music. So, so doing that too. And so that's what, that's what's been trying to keep me sane lately with, uh, with all the COVID. You know, we've, uh, we've talked to a few, quite a few people on this podcast already. And one thing, uh, one thing I've always, I keep asking everybody is, uh, how do you think COVID has impacted your creativity? Man, it's real. So it's real interesting because I know I said earlier, I tell a lot of jokes about my family and now I'm around my family more, but I, I've told less jokes about them. <laughs> it's not funny so, anymore. I don't, know, yeah, I don't know what that's about. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know if I got to start going out again to come back and tell more jokes about them. But I've, I've told less jokes about my family. I think it's also just with everything that's going on. You know, it's like kind of hard to not talk about like, you know, like, you know, like all the racism and you know, just again, the absurdity of most white people or some white people. So, uh, and so it's like, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, diff- it's really weird, but um, I think, I think though, creatively it's made me push into different boundaries. Like I said, like get back into doing music, get back, you know, get start doing more like kind of video content, audio content for like our page and like also like pick up on writing and stuff like that too. So it's, it's kind of pushed me into other corners too. Um, but also like, you know, still like not as, as, as deep into the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's just been a general kind of like, some people are some people weren't able to create anything when shelter in place first started and then it kind of like you know they were kind of just dripping to it and yeah. i think and i think a lot of us like i can personally relate to what you're saying as far as like going into into different corners and different realms of of creativity and yeah but I mean, aside from the aside from the family joke, sounds like you're you know you're able to keep creating. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still out there. I'm still ma- I'm still making stuff happen and like you know jotting stuff down, trying jokes out and stuff. So it's still happening. Okay, so there's even more. This is the real reason. Okay, look, the movie was fine. The movie's okay. I have a very specific feeling about it because of an experience that I had. Um, I had, again, this kind of ties together, I had just moved to Charlotte. I was playing basketball on a basketball team. Uh, in this situation, I was the only black guy. And when that happens, they think you're a baller, right? And I had a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. We went to go see Space Jam. We got back to their house. And after we got back to their house, they all decided that we were gonna lower the rim to eight feet and we were all gonna try to dunk. But the thing was, I was gonna be the one that pulled it off, right? So one by one, I watched my friends, my white friends go up, try to dunk, fail, but look at me with hope. (laughs) Just being like, ah. 
here I am, my turn finally. All the pressure, I can feel it, right? I go, I take two big steps, jump in the air. It feels like I'm in the air forever. And um, I could just, I could just hear uh, in my head, just, I believe I can fly. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. And I looked over, I looked over at my friends, and uh, they were also singing, I believe I can fly. But they were singing the backup part because it was about me, right? So, like, <laughs> so, because they would be like, if I can see it. And then, like, I'd look over and they'd be like, hmm, like that was their part. <laughs> they knew they weren't supposed to jump in. And so, um, and I was there. I was like, it's about to happen, right? It's about to happen. <sighs> and then I just hit the rim hard. It's hard. And start flying back down to earth, <laughs> feeling all the failure, still listening to that song slowly start fading out as I hit the ground. And it's just like, <clears throat> pump up that gym and walk up to the slam. And like I landed on beat and I think my friends knew that because they immediately came over and it was like, <clears throat> everybody get up, it's time to dance. And they're like, yeah, it's time to dance. Space Jam, I was like, fuck Space Jam. I was like, My album, my comedy album, my is I actually made a video version of it. It's going to be streaming on um, a UK website, the UK version of Netflix is what they call it, uh, called Next Up. So like uh, my my actual album that I recorded up here will be streaming online too shortly in October. So you can see me on there too, and you can look me up at Josh Barnes or Josh Barnes Comedy or I'm not sure exactly what they'll put me at on there, but um and uh google i mean not google but youtube josh barnes josh barnes comedy i'll I'll certainly be checking some of your stuff out and i can't wait i'll send you if you want man i can send you a copy you can see it before it goes up i'll send it over oh man that would be awesome yeah yeah you guys you can watch it you and i don't you know you and your friends or whoever you want watch it it's it'll be free for a little bit and then it'll be on the streaming site so i'll send it over is there anything that we haven't covered that you want to share with our listeners in Humboldt County and beyond? Um, come out and do comedy. Um, come out, support comedy. If you are POC, please come out and do comedy. Um, we like, and you know, I mean, obviously if you're funny, don't just come out. I had that happen once with somebody I was like oh come on man you're making me look bad like so um come out be funny um but please like yeah also support comedy I mean like uh we have a good community a good comedy scene up here like you know a lot of young and uh up-and-coming comics who are working hard out here and doing stuff and we you know we want to expand our group I would like to see more people who look like us like like well like me I don't want to say us like me um, out in the group and like I, I want to once everything gets better you know I want to clear everything out and like I'd already talked to Mo about uh, possibly doing a just joshing like solely 
you know, geared towards POCs. Uh, and since I do that show monthly, just Josh and monthly, I wanted it to be geared towards more POC and more towards, you know, like, like us, Black people. And so um, I had already talked to uh, Savage Henry about doing that, but then everything shut down and stuff. But I wanted that to be a thing for us too, so we can have our place and our, our own safe place to do comedy, entertainment, whatever we want. Um, so look out for that to be coming soon. Hopefully we can work that out when everything clears out and clears up. Whatever we can do to support, just reach out and let us know, man. We're, we're behind you 100%. And thank you. Thank you, Kevin. And thank, thank you again, Black Humble. Everybody go visit Josh at his Instagram channels, Josh's Mental on all social media, YouTube, Josh Barnes, Josh Barnes Comedian or Comedy on YouTube. Check him out. Laugh a lot. Y'all have a good weekend. Peace. Thanks, y'all, for listening to The Black Aesthetic. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and tune in every Wednesday. Follow us on all socials at Black Humboldt and check out our website at www.blackhumboldt.com. If you want to send some love and feedback, email us at blackhumboldt at gmail.com. And make sure to use the hashtag Black Humboldt Aesthetic. B-L-A-C-K-H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T-A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C on social media. Until next time, continue to walk in your Black excellence.